everyone, it's Cassie here. I just wanted to make a quick announcement before Andrew and I get started with this episode today. We just added two new features to our website that I want to tell you guys about. The first is the comment section. Now you can directly comment on an episode right on our website. How cool is that? The second feature is a discussion forum. You can find the forum by going to the membership menu and then selecting the forum option. Here you can talk with other members of the Culips community and with the Culips team as well. If you have a question or want to suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, please let us know by posting in that forum. And please help us make sure these features become successful by using them as much as you can. We hope that we can create a greater sense of community among Culips listeners around the world and the Culips team too. So make sure to visit Culips.com after you listen to today's episode and let us know your thoughts by leaving a comment. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Here we go. Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips, everyone. This is Catchword, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners, where we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and expressions that will help improve your English listening and speaking. Today, of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew. So, everyone, in this episode, we're going to teach you a few of the many different ways you can use an English curse word. Damn. This topic was suggested to us by one of our listeners, Mohammed Jabril. Mohammed wrote, I listen to your podcast every day. I learn new phrases and idioms, and I really enjoy using them in conversation. You guys are amazing. I'm fond of watching Hollywood movies, and one of the words I hear frequently is damn. Most of the movies contain this phrase. Could you please explain how to use it? Well, thanks for the suggestion, Mohammed, and we will try our best to teach it to you in this episode. Yeah, thanks for the great episode idea, Mohammed. We really appreciate it. We'll get to our lesson about damn, our damn lesson, Cassie, <laughs> in just a moment. But before we do that, listeners, I want to let everyone know that there is a study guide available for all Culips members for this episode. And you can download and access the study guide by visiting our website, culips.com. In the study guide, you'll find a full transcript along with detailed vocabulary explanations and examples, a quiz and prompts that you can use for speaking and writing practice. Our study guides are designed to help you get fluent faster and to help you reach your English goals. So to become a member and to get the study guide, just visit culips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S dot com. So Cassie, let's get into it. This is a very interesting question about the word damn, and there are so many ways that we can use it in English. It's going to be impossible for us to cover all of the different ways to use this word. Like many curse words in English, 
there are literally like hundreds of different ways that we can use it. English speakers are very creative, I think, with their cursing. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll try to cover some of the more popular ways. First of all, we should spell this word, I think, for our listeners. Probably most of our listeners are familiar with it, but just in case it's new, the spelling is actually interesting because it has an N that is silent at the end of the word, mm -hmm. right? So the spelling is D-A-M-N. Cassie, in general, what does this word mean, damn? Ugh, there's so many things, but in general, it's something you exclaim when you are either frustrated, annoyed, disappointed, surprised, or even maybe even excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can use it in all of these situations. And as we mentioned, Cassie, damn is uh, a curse word in English, a curse word or a swear word, we also call them swear words, are words that are taboo and that we don't really use in very polite or professional situations. They're very informal, and we usually only use them amongst friends or maybe if we're mad at other people or very, very angry and we can't control our emotions, then maybe in that kind of situation, we would swear as well. I want to get your feeling on the severity of this word, Cassie. Uh, if you were to look at the spectrum of English curse words or swear words, where would you rate damn? Is it like a very strong curse or a very light curse in your opinion? This one is super light in my opinion. I think you can find this word in uh, religious texts. I mean, not used as a swear word, of course, but um, if you can find it in a religious text, it's usually not something that's super severe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that this swear word is probably one of the lightest in the English language. I would still say that it's a curse or a swear, but it is as light as it comes in that mm. regard. And because of that, I think it is okay for us to cover on <laughs> culips. Yes. Usually we kind of shy away from some of the ruder language, but this is okay to talk about damn. So let's do it. Let's get into it. In this episode, we are going to talk about four different ways that English speakers use damn or similar expressions. And we'll also give some usage examples so that people can hear how to use it in kind of a real life context, and we'll also break down the meaning as we go along. So let's get to the first way that we can use this. And that is just by exclaiming the word. Okay, we're not using like, we're not making a full sentence, we're just saying the word itself, like, damn, or sometimes we say, damn it, damn mm. it, we add an it to the end of the word. So then the spelling is d a m n i t. The pronunciation of that is damn it, damn it. Yeah, that's right. There's two different variations of this, but I would say they're kind of distinct. Damn and damn it. Damn could be used in any situation, but I feel like damn it is only used when you're frustrated or angry about something. While damn could be used when you're frustrated, angry, excited, like wow. Damn, you know, so damn it is only, yeah, damn it's only used for the bad things. Damn can be used for good 
and bad. Right. So we usually say these words whenever we have like a kind of strong emotional reaction to some situation, like we're really frustrated or really annoyed or disappointed or surprised or excited, mm. right? But like you said, Cassie, we can use damn in all of these situations, but damn it only in the negative mm -hmm. ones. Like uh, maybe if you are... I don't know, you buy some groceries from the supermarket and you come home and you are putting them in your bottom cupboard, okay? You're taking your groceries out of the bag, you're putting them in the cupboard, and then you stand up and you bump your head on your kitchen counter. <laughs> and that kind of situation, if I did that, I'd be like, oh, damn it. Like, it hurts, yeah. right? You have like pain, you're a little bit annoyed, frustrated. So you would say something like Yeah, this. a lot of people do that when they lose at video games as well. Ah, Damn it, I just died. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, I love to watch ice hockey. Mm -hmm. And every time my team, which is currently in last place right now, they're really terrible this year. <laughs> uh, every time they let in a goal, you know, I'm like, oh, damn, come on, team. Like, why are you guys so bad this year? So I'm disappointed by my team. And I just express my disappointment with this word. Mm-hmm. Cassie, I think we're ready to listen to an example with damn. So why don't we do it? Let's do it. Shouldn't you be getting ready for your dentist appointment? It's not until four. I've got plenty of time. Uh, no, your appointment is at three. I told you that yesterday. Are you serious? Damn, I'm going to be late. I got to run. I'll see you later this evening. Okay, bye. So we just heard an example where a couple is talking and a guy is late for his dental appointment. He thought his appointment was at four in the afternoon, but it turns out that it was at three in the afternoon. He got his times confused. He was all mixed up about his schedule. And when he realized that he was late, he exclaimed, damn, I'm going to be late. It's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Mm. This kind of feeling, this kind of meaning, right? Exactly. Okay, good. Cassie, let's move to the second way that we can use damn. And it is with a, a bigger expression this time. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. And usually, actually, we say it with the word well. Like, well, I'll be damned. Well, I'll be damned. You hear this a lot on TV shows and movies, especially like, like dads. I feel like dads say this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is an expression we use not necessarily when we're angry or frustrated. It's more like we're surprised or like really, really surprised, right? Like, whoa, amazing. Like, I, I didn't think that would happen i'm i'm shocked i'm surprised this kind of situation mm -hmm. for example maybe you go to a circus and you see a really cool circus act like the acrobats or something and you're really surprised by how good they are you could say like well i'll be damned that's amazing something like that <laughs> yeah it just means like you're really shocked really surprised it's this kind of feeling 
So Cassie, that was a great example. And I think if we listen to another example, then our listeners can really get a feel for the kind of situation where you can use that expression. Well, I'll be damned. So why don't we take a listen to that example now? Guess what? What? You know that stock I was talking about last week? Yeah? Did you end up buying some? I did, and it doubled today. No way, it doubled? Yeah, I totally just made like $500 today. Well, I'll be damned. Wow, that's great. Bet you wish you would have listened to my stock tip now, eh? Yeah, next time you have a good feeling about a stock, let me know. In this example, we have two people and one of them has amazing news. They found out that their stock has doubled overnight. And the other friend replies by saying, well, I'll be damned. Like, wow, that's so exciting. That's so amazing. When you hear really surprising news or really amazing news, well, I'll be damned is a perfect expression to use. Exactly. Now, again, it's a perfect expression to use in situations where you're very tight or close with the other person. But I wouldn't say that in like a business meeting, you know, like Cassie, if you're in like a small staff meeting and your boss says, oh, I've got some terrible news. We have to close down the overseas office because sales are down by 25% from last year. You wouldn't want to say, well, I'll be damned in that situation, <laughs> even though you might feel very surprised. Yes. Um, that could be like a little too casual for that important situation. So mm -hmm. again, you really have to make sure that you're in the right environment to use these expressions. But um, among friends or people that you're very close with, it should be okay. All right, Cassie, let's go into the third way that we can use this word damn and it is with the longer expression i don't give a damn mm -hmm. i don't give a damn and really to be honest with you you could exchange damn for almost any curse word in the english language and this would still <laughs> That's true. still work it would have the same meaning cassie what does it mean if someone says i don't give a damn i don't care at all. I don't care. Yeah, it means I don't care. Like, doesn't bother me at all. Now, usually, I think this kind of comes across as rude. It's like, not exactly the same as I don't care. Because, Cassie, you could maybe ask me, like, oh, Andrew, could you do me a favor? Could you, like, meet with me for a couple of minutes and help me fix my phone? Uh, maybe you had a broken phone or a problem with your phone or something. And so you asked me to help you with your phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I could say, yeah, I don't care. I don't mind. I can help you with your phone. That's all right. But I wouldn't be able to say, I don't give a damn in that situation. <laughs> like, wow, Andrew, did I make you angry about something? <laughs> right. It has like a very strong feeling to it and it can't be exchanged. It can't be substituted for I don't care in every situation. But when we do use it, that is what it means. It means I don't care. Cassie, could you maybe give us a couple of more 
situations where you might be able to say, I don't give a damn and it would be okay to use? Yeah, I think if um, maybe someone's gossiping about mm-hmm. you and people are like, oh, aren't you embarrassed or don't you want to tell them to stop? And if that person really just doesn't care, they can say, oh, I don't give a damn. They can say whatever they want about me. I don't care. Mm. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good example, I think. Yeah, that's a good example. Or maybe you're a student and you're taking a class and the class is really boring and you've just lost interest in it. I know that when mm-hmm. I was a student, I took a political science class. And mm-hmm. political science, we often call poli-sci. So I took a poli-sci class and it was about Canadian political history. Sounds exciting. Yeah, it was terrible. My professor was bad. The subject was very dry and boring. And about halfway through the class, I lost all my motivation. And I just didn't give a damn about the class. I didn't care if I passed or failed. I just wanted it to end. It was too painful. Mm. (laughs) So, So in that situation, I think probably I said to my classmates, often like, oh, I don't give a damn about this class. Like, I, I don't care at all about it. I just want it to be over. Yes. End the suffering, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, why don't we take a, a listen to a conversation example where we can hear I don't give a damn used in a kind of natural conversation setting. Yes. Excellent idea. Do you think it would be okay if I invited some of my friends over for a dinner party next weekend? Would you mind at all? No, I don't give a damn. That's fine by me. I'm actually going to be out of town next week. So yeah, I don't mind at all. Okay, great. Thanks. And have fun with your friends, by the way. (laughs) Will do. So in that example, we heard two roommates talking and one roommate was asking for permission to invite some of her friends over for a dinner party on the weekend, which is very thoughtful of her to ask her roommate to see if that's okay. Uh, I think that was a nice thing to do. And her roommate said, yeah, that's fine. Invite your friends over. I don't give a damn. I don't care. Go ahead. Uh, He's actually going to be out of town, so he doesn't care at all. Um, That won't bother him in the slightest. If you had a roommate and Mm -hmm. you asked that roommate, can I invite my friends over? Do you mind? And your roommate responded, I don't give a damn. How do you feel with that answer? Is it like too strong of an answer? Is it okay? What would your reaction be? I think it depends on the intonation. So if you say like, I don't give a damn, then maybe it's all right. But uh, instead, I would just say, oh, like, no problem. Honestly, I don't give a damn is fine in this case. But in, in my opinion, I would prefer no problem. Mm, Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit aggressive of an answer. Mm. (laughs) Like, uh, maybe the relationship between the two roommates is not great. Like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Just leave me alone. I don't give a damn. Maybe maybe I get that nuance from it. Mm. So it does mean I don't care. But like so many words in English, especially swear words and curse words, it's really your attitude, your intention, Mm. your voice, your tone that can be the difference between something being offensive or inoffensive. 
Cassie, we have one more way that we are going to look at the word damn today, and that is using it as an adverb, um, mm. which is a fun way to use it. So we can use damn to describe different adjectives, really. So we could say, for example, if we are describing something that happened or occurred very quickly or very fast, we could say, wow, that was damn quick. Like maybe you ordered a pizza and the pizza arrived at your door like five minutes after you ordered it. You'd be like, whoa, that was damn quick. That was really, really fast. <laughs> yeah. Or likewise, if you're waiting for your computer to turn on and it's taking forever, you can say, wow, why is this so damn slow? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you buy a new video game and you start playing the video game and you pass the game, you beat the game very quickly. That game is like too easy for you. You're a pro gamer and the game was just too easy. You'd be like, man, that game was damn easy. Like, it was really, really easy. So we can just use damn as this kind of adverb that really just means like really or very or to a great extent. And we can use it to modify many different adjectives related to speed or difficulty, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you can use it with pretty much any adverb. The sky's the limit. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Cassie. Like if you saw a beautiful sunset, you might say, oh, that sunset is damn gorgeous. Or if a sporting game was really intense and exciting and you're sitting at the edge of your seat watching the game, you might say, wow, this game is damn exciting. So we can really use it with so many different adjectives to intensify the meaning of them. Well, Andrew, should we take a listen to our last example conversation? Yeah, let's do it. So you want to go golfing this weekend? Golfing? Have you ever gone golfing before? Nope, never. But it looks fun. I think we should try it. Golfing is pretty damn hard. It looks easy, but it's much more difficult than it seems. Uh, should we take lessons then? If you want to go golfing, I'm definitely down to do it with you. But yeah, I think that's a good idea. We should probably take some lessons first. Okay. I'll call the golf course and see what options are available. All right. In this example conversation, we have two friends who are talking about golfing. One really wants to try it, and the other one is a little bit skeptical. Eh, I don't know about that. It's pretty damn hard. It's not easy. It's very difficult. Are you sure you want to try it? So they talk about what options would be the best way to start this new hobby. Exactly. Well, Cassie, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thanks again to Muhammad for the great suggestion. And we hope that now when you're watching movies in the future, you can understand this word damn uh, and the many different ways that we can use it when you encounter it's again, and because this word is so, 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 so common, I can guarantee that you will hear it <laughs> maybe the next time you watch a movie even. Yeah, maybe now that you have heard about it in Qlips, you're going to hear it everywhere now. I almost guarantee it. For sure. 
So we want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to this episode today. Congratulations on making it to the end. You got your English listening practice in for today. So you can pat yourself on the back and feel good about that, everyone. If you like listening to QLips and find us helpful for building your English language skills, then we would really appreciate it if you could support us. There are many ways that you can do that, such as following us on Instagram or Twitter, telling your friends who are learning English to check out QLips, leaving us a five-star rating and a nice review or liking or subscribing or commenting on our contents on your favorite podcast app. And of course, you could always sign up and become a member on our website, qlips.com. Becoming a member is just an awesome way to improve your English with QLips. And there are a lot of goodies and bonuses that we give you when you become a member. For all the details about that, just visit culips.com. So we'll leave it at here for now, everyone, but we'll be back soon with another brand new episode and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See ya.